0: It's Friday, which means it's another episode of People Like You. My name is Emmanuel Osaceri, your online personal trainer and wellness coach. And today I met with a very special guest, Miss Tracy Crawford. So I've met Tracy known Tracy for about three years or so at the plant and um Worked on different injuries, and when you when you work on somebody's injuries throughout the years, um, you get to know about them, what they like to do. So Tracy likes to do triathlon; she's very active. She's also into cooking, so we'll get into all this stuff in a little bit. But for now, go ahead and introduce yourself, Tracy.
1: Oh, hi. My name is Tracy Crawford.
0: Tell us a little something about yourself.
1: Well, um, I uh, like uh, I'm a I am a triathlete, um, and I like to swim, bike, and run and uh, um, I don't know what else to say. That's
0: perfectly fine. We'll get started then. Okay. So tell us how you got into doing triathlons. Where did that start?
1: Well, it kind of started back in 2011. Mm-hmm. I um, didn't realize it at the time, but I was kind of in a depression, Right. and I had been in depression for about six months, mm-hmm. and I was the heaviest I'd been, and I was really unhappy with my job, and you know, I was just miserable, and I decided that I needed to make a change. And, um, you know, with a, a friend invited me to go walk on the bluffs one day, and, you know, I thought, well, I just got to get out of the house and do something, so I did, and I got there, and she said, oh, by the way, we don't walk on top of the bluffs, we walk down the bluffs. Holy smokes. And I called her a name that I call people <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when I'm not happy with them, and she dragged my, my rear end down the bluffs and back up the bluffs, and it was really hard, and... Um, it, you know, it took me. It was probably just a couple mile route, right? And it probably took me like an hour and 15 minutes, and uh-huh. I had to stop every few feet and just take a breath. And I thought I was going to die, um, and it was horrible and it was hard. But when I was done, I was so proud of myself yes. for doing that. And so we just started doing that like three times a week, and then I just saw my stamina start building, and you know, I started losing some weight. And then we did a boot camp, which was even more horrible and awful, but I kept seeing that I kept getting stronger and stronger, and then I started running. And well, I'll say running, but um, uh, what I do is more like shuffling with style. Right, right, super slow. It's like a jog. Fast walkers still pass me, right. but um, we start. I started running, and then me and my sister after a five k. We're talking about, you know, what we'd like to do in the future. And she's like, well, I'd like to run a half marathon. And I said, well, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to do a triathlon. And she's like, oh, no, we don't want to do a triathlon. Mm -hmm. That's too hard. Mm -hmm. And my bubble was instantly burst. And so, but she said, you know what? My friend told me about these things called sprint triathlons. And I'm like, well, what's a sprint triathlon? She's like, well, it's like a triathlon. It's just shorter. So I went home immediately, got on my computer and Googled sprints triathlon. And I looked at the distances and I thought you know, with some training, I could probably do this. Even, right. even though I didn't know how to swim and had never ridden a bike with gears, I thought, you know, maybe I can do this. Right. So I Googled triathlon training, and up came um, the uh, team in training. And team in training is the fundraising arm of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Right. My grandfather passed away from leukemia and lymphoma, mm. so I thought it was kind of like kismet. For sure. And in exchange for fundraising for them, they teach you how to do an endurance events, oh, okay. like half marathon, full marathon, uh, 100 mile bike rides and triathlons. So I signed up with Teenum training and they, I got two awesome coaches and they taught me how to swim and they taught me how to ride a bike, and they taught me how to run better. And I completed my first triathlon, and it was an amazing. Uh, experience to cross the finish line doing something I never thought I'd ever for be able sure, to do, for sure. and I was hooked.
0: That's perfect. That's a ton to impact. We had just there's so many different directions to go there. I want to backtrack a little bit though, um, because some of the conversations that we've had in the in the in the, in the office. Um, you're a very self-motivated, you're, you're a grinder. So you, I think you've even shared, like, you're not the most, you haven't been the most athletic person, Right. you haven't been the most physically gifted person, Right. but you're a grinder. You have heart and you're great. And that's why I thought you, you're just perfect for this podcast because it's the people like you podcast and people need to hear that. Hey, you don't need to be right to get started
1: when I played sports when I was in school you know I was I don't have any god-given athletic ability um, but I was always the one on the team that was gave it two hundred percent I got the you know sportsmanship award or the tries hardest award and because I just didn't really have any talent but I had the want to
0: right right for sure so um, I want to go back into when you suggested that you wanted to try the triathlon you said it was your sister right that
1: she was the one that told me um, about the sprint triathlon.
0: Okay. Okay. So did you already know how to swim at that point? What what brought you, First of all, what brought you to that point where you just go from, oh, okay, I'm just going to go from walking one mile on the bluff to let's try a <laughs> triathlon now. Let's see how that goes. Well,
1: that's kind of my personality. You know, when I want to do something, I jump head first, right? And I don't all know always know, you know, what I'm jumping into. For sure. I had never ridden a bike with gears. Mm. And I couldn't, I could swim. I could swim, I mean, I, could, I wouldn't drown, right. but I couldn't go anywhere. Right. I could only go as far as I could hold my breath. Right. So they had to teach me how to breathe in water, and you know, then I had to practice endurance. So you know, I, I was re- the only thing I really knew how to do was run, and not very well. But, right. Right. So they had to kind of teach me how to do everything.
0: But you gradually got better. How many triathlons have you done, by the way?
1: <sighs> well, my first one was 2016, and I, I kind of lost track, but it's been over 30 by now.
0: 30 yeah oh my gosh my I thought you were gonna say like five no my
1: second year I got like like a little got a little obsessive and I did 15 in that year
0: wow I know. wow so with that being said share about how it the steps progressively got easier I can imagine your first one was a lot harder than your 30th one for example
1: um well yeah the you know it's just what I found about triathlon and I'm sure this is true with most endurance long endurance events is a lot of it is your mind right right right. because your body won't your legs won't stop it's your head that tells you your legs to stop
0: right you know for sure and i even did a video on mind muscle contraction um and how our brains the way our 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 system central nervous system works is that our, our brains control Our movement our our bodies pretty much and so that's right on
1: right well I had some really awesome coaches that you know when I started the pity party thing and I'm crying on the bike because it's getting hard they you know kind of gave me a swift kick in the butt they didn't baby me they're like I went on a uh, on a ride with a friend who was in a very experienced triathlete who's um, she's 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 phenomenal and she took me on this really uh, really difficult difficult bike ride and it, it was way more difficult than I should have tried. How'd <laughs> that turn out? <laughs> well about halfway there I said I'm said, I'm done. I don't I, I, I the first seven miles is straight up. Uphill. Uh, a, a mountain a very large mountain and I got halfway there and I'm like I'm done and she just looked at me and said well you're halfway either way from the car.
0: Word and since she started uphill then the second half should be
1: right easier <laughs> unless I turn back and unless then... you
0: turn back yeah and then I would be crazy so
1: yeah. I had people with me that didn't you know said you know they're, they're not gonna baby you said you know you gotta you gotta get to the finish
0: yeah yeah for sure um that's so interesting I'm personally learning how to swim I know I've asked you for tips and stuff um, because I want to be able to do a triathlon myself. And so just like the breathing techniques. Actually, was it different to train for each one? Because I just made a video last week as far as how to train specifically for different activities. So just because you're a sprinter doesn't mean that you can run long distance and vice versa. How was that changed?
1: You're right. Because the first thing you do when you get in the water is you just want to get to the other side of the pool as quickly as you can. But when you're doing an endurance vent, you can't go out fast or you're going to just die and yeah. you're not going to finish. Yeah. So you have to learn how to hold some back. You have to learn how to hold some back on the swim. You have to learn how to hold back some on the bike, or you're going to, if you just go hard and fast on the bike, you're going to burn your legs out for and sure. have nothing left for the run. For sure. So you do have to learn how to reserve and then you train your body. You start small and increasing. And you train your body to recover. Yeah. So it's not a second wind, it's a third wind, it's a fourth wind, it's a fifth wind, right? However many winds it takes you to get to the finish.
0: Yeah, that's insane. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, I'm actually gonna be speaking at your triathlon uh, club tomorrow night, and I'm just, I, I, I talked to your coach and I have to do some research as far as like the mind of the triathlete and stuff. He mentioned like you guys are notorious for having IT band problems and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm super excited um, for that opportunity. As you've become so active with these with these events, how has it impacted you personally? Your sleep, your mood, um, the, the way you carry about work. How's it? How's it affected Tracy for the better?
1: Well, um, my mood has improved greatly. I mean, all the way from a deep depression to super
0: yeah. happy about life. Yeah,
1: and that just the energy. My energy level uh, has increased. You know. Ten times, hundred times. I don't even can't even tell you how much, and because on those long workout days, I'm my work my body out so hard that when I sleep, I sleep sleep hard, yeah. I sleep well. Yeah. So my sleep has actually been better too. Right,
0: right, and um, how. How is your support team? Because a lot of people, when they start out, they don't know whether they should just start by themselves. For me, I was able to start by myself, getting active and stuff, and then I met people along the way. But there's others who may be more comfortable with the support buddy or something like that. So, how has your support system helped you to kind of get active on this like extreme journey that you're on?
1: Right. Well, when I signed up for my first triathlon, there I didn't know anybody. That oh, you did, did yourself. I did it my well. I did it with Whoa. I I did it with team and training, but I didn't know anybody when I walked into that right. first team and training meeting, right? right. So, um, but then I got connected with people who I could, you know, ride bikes with them and you know um, and run with them and and train with them. But there was times when I had to get out there by myself and yeah. do it. So you kind of have to have some self motivation going sure. on For because sure. you're not always going to have somebody to train with. Right and. When you're on race day, there's not going to be somebody beside you the whole time. So you have to be able to um, do some of this by yourself because most of the people, well, um, 99.9% of the people that I train with are way faster than me. Right. So I'm all the way in the back. I'm the caboose. And there's many times I have been the absolute last person across the finish line but I finish
0: and that's where you and I like that because that's where you say the mental aspect comes it's so easy to get discouraged like like even having thoughts like what am I doing out here we've all been there
1: every single time I'm in a triathlon and I know I'm either the last or the last one out there I'm just it's a mental beat down and I'm I'm doing it to myself right I'm like what are you doing out here you know you're the last one this is embarrassing why are you even doing this and then you just have to kind of push that aside and you know just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you know once you cross the finish line then it's all then you're like okay what what can i what race can i sign up for next right for sure but yeah it's a mental it's a mental trip
0: yeah no no doubt and you know the beautiful thing about it is at the end of the day the one thing you can all say in common is i'm a triathlete at the end of the day you know where i mean it's impressive to me regardless kind of like running a marathon like it took you six hours, seven hours. You still ran 26 miles. You still so it...
1: ran the same course that the guy that did it in right. two hours and a half.
0: Right. And just starting and getting yourself in a mindset that says, I'm going to try this and see where I measure up. I'm going to try this and do this. I'm going to try, you know, whether I finish last or not. That's
1: right. It is, it is, you definitely have to have a strong mind when you go into a race and you know that chances are very high that you are going to be the last one across the finish line. You know, a lot of people are just like, I don't want to be the, you know, yeah. I don't want to be the last one. Right. 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 So they just don't do it. Yeah. But you know what? I'm okay being last. Yeah. I would love to be first, but um, I just do it. I'm not competitive enough. Right. I'm only competitive with myself. Right. I want to do it better than I did last time. Yeah. But I'm basically there just to, I just did it just to stay active, to get healthy. And I'm, I'm not looking to podium. Right. Uh, that's not my goal
0: right right and it's not so much that you don't like being first it's just that you like finishing the sense of accomplishment right
1: oh heck yeah yeah
0: that's beautiful I mean that's it's just as I think we share the same mindset It's just like I just want to finish I want to say that I'm a checklist type of guy I just like things getting done right and so just to be able to say at the end of the day I finished that's that's enough for me personally right
1: and I know I could be faster and I could you know I could probably not be last but i'd have to work really hard to do it right and for me i i tried doing that i um, i signed up for our, a half iron man um and which is a half iron man is a, a 1.2 mile swim in the ocean a 56 mile bike ride and then a half marathon at the end and i knew that i was going to be slow and i knew that it, and there's cutoffs at each leg and i knew there was a really high chance that I wasn't going to make the cutoffs. But I wanted to do it just to, to, to test myself and to see where I was at.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I did the swim. I missed the swim cutoff by like a minute and a half. But they oh, let, you told me that. But about they let that. me yeah. go on. Right. And I did the bike, and but I missed the bike cutoff by three minutes, and mm. they did not let me go on. But, you know, I was okay with that because, you know, I was that was more than I'd ever done. You know, swimming 1.2 miles and then riding a bike 56 miles, that was – for me that was a huge accomplishment itself right, right. and that bike ride was so hard and I just kept asking myself what do I have left in the tank to yeah. for the run right yeah. so you know uh, even though I would have liked to continue on the run I just didn't make the bike cut off and so then I signed up for the next year just uh-huh. because I wanted to be able to check yeah, that box Of course. but then the training is so long and it's so hard and because I'm so slow I'm out, out, out there training two times sometimes three times longer than the fast athletes and so it would take up my entire day off or my entire day after work right. and then it just stopped being fun and it was yeah. just work
0: yeah that's when it's time to kinda of like scale back a little I bit. had to
1: as, and I was miserable I was like I like, oh my gosh I gotta work out today Ugh. you know and I never wanna feel like that you know and then I I was just getting like ang- I was angry cuz I either didn't work out hard enough or I didn't work out at all or, and then I had to stop back and say you know what this is not fun anymore so I stepped back and I didn't. I didn't do it the second year, and it was a, the best decision I could have made at the time sure, because, sure. you know, it was. I told my. It's kind of. It was like sucking all the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I just do triathlons for fun.
0: Right, right. And I'm, that's such an important point. I'm glad you, you brought that up because, a lot of the times when we get into we we get these goals that we want to achieve, and they're good goals, but like when there becomes an imbalance. You know, it's, yep. it's, it becomes counterproductive right. to why we're even doing it.
1: I couldn't go to any f- friends or family events because I had to yeah. wake up crack of dawn and train in the morning. And yeah. I had to be in bed by 6 and I couldn't have that beer that I wanted to have when right. at the barbecue or whatever. And it's just, you know, that was not a, a fair trade-off in yeah. my mind. Yeah, yeah. I... I, I you know, my, my disassociated myself from all my friends and family just so like a train. And yeah,
0: yeah, That just stopped being fun. Yeah, definitely um, important to develop that lifestyle balance. You
1: definitely had to have to balance.
0: For sure. I want to segue into the nutrition aspect of it because for sure you weren't doing all these triathlons and half Ironmans eating donuts and cereal all day. No, no, no.
1: no.
0: <laughs> so take us into take us into your meal plan. Um, if there was trial and error, did you have a nutritionist? How'd that work?
1: I did not have a nutritionist. Tr- trad- trad- excuse me, a nutritionist. <laughs> uh, it was definitely trial and error, and um, uh, I took a lot of advice from other athletes. But what worked for one of my friends it wasn't working for me, so I really had to kind of try to see what I could eat because you have to you have to be able to eat on the bike. You have to be able to, you know, take something in on the run more than just water, um, or you're not going to finish the race. You're going sure. to bonk is what they call it. And um, and I have a very touchy stomach, and I found out there's, I could eat certain things on the bike, but when it came to running, there wasn't hardly any food I could put in my stomach mm, at all, wow, and some of the different, I had to try some of the different electrolytes, some of the ones that were super sweet were, you know, no bueno for my stomach, so I really had to test a lot of different um, electrolytes to figure out which ones I could take that wouldn't upset my stomach. Yeah, and what kind of food I could eat on the bike that wouldn't make my run horrible.
0: Right. Isn't it amazing how when we do these feats, we learn more about our bodies than we ever knew? Right. And, you know, there's been times where... I've had to switch something up because I'll get nauseated if I eat that or drink that before or after a workout. And so everyone's body is different. I'm sure I'll be able to eat that stuff that you weren't able to, and then maybe vice versa, you would be able to do the same. So that's a good point. Like when we go <laughs> when we go on these like athletic feats and stuff, it really allows us to understand our bodies, what it likes and what it doesn't like. Yeah. I think is so key. Um, okay, so I also want to segue now into. You like to cook. Yes. You like to cook a lot, and you yes. cook well. Um, where should I start? You. How did you get into cooking? Did you go? Did you say you go? went, I went to culinary, culinary school. school. Okay.
1: I went to culinary school, right. and um, I fell in love with cooking probably when I was about ten. Right. Um, but I didn't go to culinary school until I was an adult. I called it my midlife crisis, right. and uh, you know, I just—it's uh, definitely my happy place. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's always been my comfort. Um, and um, my my love for cooking for people uh, is definitely has been there my whole life.
0: Right. And uh, speaking of which, do you know of any catering companies that you might recommend in the Bakersfield area that you oh. may want to share? Oh
1: my goodness, catering companies. Um, well, hmm.
0: maybe you have one perhaps? Well,
1: I have. <laughs> well, mine is not a catering company. I'm a, I'm a personal chef. Oh, okay. So what I do is I go into people's homes and I cook multiple meals for them and I package them in their fridge or freezer so all I have to do is come home and finish cooking gotcha. so they don't have to do a lot of work in the kitchen. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, that was so, trying to plug okay. you in right there. <laughs> I was like, is it catering or is it? Yeah. But how long have you been doing that for? Because that's really... Um.
1: Well, I've been doing that since 2011 as well. Okay. And. Uh,
0: and the name of it is?
1: Crawford's Cuisine. personal chef service and
0: you have you have a website right i do it's
1: www.crawford'scuisine.com and i'm also on facebook and instagram under crawford's cuisine
0: there you go ultimate plug and i'll also plug make sure i plug that link into the youtube uh description box as well too what do you what do you like about cooking for people because i noticed that I noticed that with cooks, you guys just don't like making delicious food. You guys like seeing people's reaction to the food, right?
1: Right, right. I mean, it's, it's you know, no fun cooking for people, someone who doesn't enjoy what, what I'm making for them. For sure. But, um, um, gosh, I forgot the question already.
0: No, what do you enjoy about cooking?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's just...
0: Um, or maybe that was it, just like their reaction, right? Right.
1: I just, uh, you know, it's I just love feeding people. I just love feeding people, and I love cooking for different types of people because it pushes me out of my comfort zone when somebody asks me to cook something I've never cooked before. They say, hey, can you do this? And I said, well, yes, of course I can do that. And then I run up, and then I go research it, (laughs) and then I practice it, and then I cook it for them. For sure. So, you know, I've learned how to cook different um, uh, types of foods that – it, you know, normally I would not have even, even eaten myself.
0: Right. And you've also said that you've meal prepped for, for athletes, right? Yes. Um, I think maybe a boxer or yeah. some, okay. Yeah. So you do like different sorts yeah. of, I've
1: done paleo, I've done low carb, I've done some keto. That's really hard.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and when I was cooking for the athlete, that was really hard because meal planning took, was it like a two day process right. because I had to count sugars and fats and, uh, calories for each meal and calories for the whole week. And so, you know, it's pretty extreme.
0: Yeah. And I I can imagine that a lot of your clients are weight loss with their fitness goals or is it just that they don't want to cook or what do you find?
1: It's kind of a mixture of a lot of different. I've cooked for uh, a a bachelor, you know, and I've cooked for families. I've cooked for athletes. I've cooked for people who were on strict diets because of losing weight or just because they had certain health issues. Um, so it's kind of like the a pretty broad, broad spectrum right, of people right.
0: nice and it makes you a better cooker
1: absolutely is it cook or
0: chef which one should I say uh, doesn't matter
1: chef whatever. okay chef, chef sounds
0: more official. so yes. we'll go with chef okay. well hey um, this has been great so far I like to always have my guests wrap up each episode with um, a Something motivated that they can leave with our listeners, whether it's a motivational quote, um, uh, a saying, um, something that can kind of spark some motivation in our listeners based upon your journey that you've had.
1: Well, I'd say that what I learned from triathlon was, because I remember watching Kona on television, that's really the only one they televise, or used to anyway, right. and I just always wanted to be that person, but I wasn't an athlete and I didn't like running, and uh, I, I never thought I could do it. And I, what I realized when I crossed the finish line of my first triathlon was all those years of me wanting to do it, the only thing that was holding me back was me.
0: Right, right, well, yeah.
1: And so you, you have to sometimes push yourself out of your comfort zone, and great things are beyond that comfort zone right
0: taking that first step taking that first great step. message i absolutely agree perfect 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 okay so at the end of each or the very end of each ex- episode i like to lighten it up a little bit or well the mood's already light but <laughs> i like to switch it up a little bit and ask some rapid fire questions just to see how you think and okay. allow us to know a little bit more about you and so are you ready
1: okay i'm ready
0: are you ready okay here we go what's the first thing you think of when you wake up Food. <laughs> would you rather be a master of every musical instrument or be fluent in every language?
1: Fluent in every language.
0: Mm. Would you rather be a deep sea diver or an astronaut?
1: Astronaut.
0: Mmm. You said that confidently. Why so?
1: Astronaut. Uh, I don't know. Space exploration is pretty cool.
0: Yeah? I'd rather go into the water. I, think. I don't know. That one's hard for me. Would you rather take a guaranteed $100,000 or a 50-50 shot at a million dollars? i'll take the hundred thousand
1: me too tacos or pizza tacos
0: dogs or cats dogs breakfast or dinner dinner netflix or youtube
1: youtube
0: mm, you're the first youtuber i don't
1: you know i've learned a lot of things that's on what YouTube. i was gonna say i learned a
0: ton <laughs> off of youtube i like netflix documentaries too i learned more.
1: how to fix a kayak
0: <laughs> yeah you know what maybe i'm youtube money or free time free time beach or mountains beach winter or summer summer what did you want to be as a kid growing up
1: a ballerina
0: ah very nice um one person dead or alive you'd love to have dinner with
1: oh wow
0: yeah that's my favorite question
1: my grandfather
0: ah nice very nice if you can oh last question if you can be any animal in the world what would it be and why
1: oh wow if i could be any
0: mm-hmm
1: a cheetah because they're fast
0: a cheetah is that your favorite uh, animal yeah yeah it's pretty much like a what's your favorite animal sort of question i just not realized that hey it works out well um hey tracy i thank you so much for your time you came on short on short notice Um, um i'm excited to speak at your triathlon club tomorrow and um thank you so much i'm sure our listeners got a ton from this and good luck moving forward in your journey
1: thanks very much for having me
0: well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed today's People Like You guest, Miss Tracy Crawford. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Friday for another episode of People Like You. And let's do this again
1: sometime.